So I skipped both breakfast and dinner somehow. That's good. And I thought this beer would hit a lot harder than it did, I have to say. I'm disappointed. Howdy, it's Tuesday, September 12th, 2023, and this is episode 210 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City and Casino Biz Podcast. I'm Kyle Eskin, joined as always by Greg Stone. What's good, Greg? I now have a second car. Oh, yeah, that is good. And that's important. Have you, how many times have you been to Atlantic City? Every day. I just drive down while I'm working from home, in quotes. I Uh play for 15 minutes just to let them know I'm alive. Yep. Get the free parking. Put your car in. Yep. And hop right in the car and, and head home. That's the right play. I think so, too. Uh, I do actually have a day in October. Some might call it Columbus Day. Some might call it Indigenous People's Day. Uh-huh. Where I am off and my wife has work and my kids have school. So you're just going to go straight to AC? I thought about it. I think I could only actually get in about four hours of Atlantic City time for like four and a half hours of driving total. And I'm not mm-hmm. sure that's really worth it. So I was kicking around other ideas, such as Wind Creek Casino Bethlehem, which I've heard nothing but good things you know, about. Every time that this has come up in the last like four years, we've had this exact conversation, and you were going to do nothing. But anyway, go ahead, tell me what you're going to do. But I've never had a car. Like before, uh, it was always like, true. "Oh, I'm going to take a subway to another commuter train to something else to get to Resorts World Queens or something like that." But I didn't have a car, so now I could just go an hour and 15 minutes west and be at Wing Creek by 10 a.m. after kid drop-off and have a full six hours of casino time at Wing Creek. I was looking at what to do at Wing Creek, and it did not look very exciting. <laughs> and people in the Northeast Casinos Facebook group do not have kind things to say about the Wing Creek Casino. So then I was looking at parks in Ben Salem, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. just outside of Philadelphia. They have a much nicer casino and horse racing on that Monday. But it's an hour and 40 minutes or so away, and I feel like if I'm going to drive that far, I might as well just go to Atlantic City. Yeah, that's right. So how far is Atlantic City from your house With now that you have a car? Like two hours and five minutes. 2.15 probably if I'm leaving at like 8.30 in the morning. But one thing I had very briefly kicked around in my mind was I could throw on some swim trunks and check out the water park and then just drive home soaking wet. Two and a half hours. <laughs> that sounds like one of your worst ideas you've had today. <laughs> no, that's definitely not going to happen. I'll probably just end up like, you know, doing a workout and then going to Costco, right? Like that's definitely what my October 9th has in store for me. <laughs> sounds awesome. Yeah. But it should, in theory, make a trip like this possible. I mean, like I said, I've, I really want to go to Mohegan Sun. That's probably like two hours and 45 minutes. That's just really not doable. It's that close? Yeah, supposedly. I mean... I've driven on 95 through the Bronx many times, and it's been an absolute shit show 100% of the time. Yeah, it's, it's not great. It's It's been real bad. What really kills me, because I've driven up 95 through Connecticut, mm-hmm. is Connecticut. It's just miserable. Like, There's so many densely populated towns mm-hmm. that you've like never heard of, and you just get stuck in traffic going through all of them. It's insane. Like Two in the afternoon, rush hour, doesn't matter. You're getting stuck in traffic in Connecticut. It's miserable. It's a miserable experience. So that's my car talk. I'll never go to Mohegan Sun as much as I want to. I briefly looked at it for my birthday. It's like $499 a night. So you're just never going to go? Pretty much. 
All right, good. Great chat. Yeah. So always once never, I have a topic for you. All right, I'm ready. That is not defunct casinos. We'll save that one for the future. I know okay. you, you mentioned that last episode. Tonight's topic. Always Trump Plaza. Yes. For for more <laughs> than just always once never, tonight's topic is dive bars. Uh-huh. So for always once never, the three dive bars that you can choose from are the three that we've been to that I feel like truly are dives. Like there's a lot of things that people call dive bars that aren't dives. These are dives. Chelsea Pub and Inn, mm-hmm. Irish Pub, Tony's Baltimore Grill. Is Irish Pub really a dive bar? Yes. I think it's like maybe half a click up from a dive bar. Wow. I can't believe you're saying this right now. Yeah. There, you would really give Irish Pub half a click up from a dive bar. Okay. It might be a dive bar in actuality, but I think they picture themselves as half a click up from a dive bar. It's possible. I think there are a lot of places in Atlantic City like that, by the way. So compare it with like Piccadilly. Like Piccadilly was a dive bar and they set out to create a dive bar. Right. I think Irish Pub is like setting out to just be Irish Pub, like totally its own thing. But you can't say that it's not a dive. Like it's got cheap, cheap bar food. But I think they think it's like good food, but it's that's like, you know, just $5 for a sandwich or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I'm still calling it a dive. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. We can call it a dive for the purposes of this. Yeah, I mean, pick a lily, obviously not on the list because it's gone. Oh, it would clearly be my, my always, though, right? So this so it makes it a little harder for you. It does. It does not seem like King's Pub, which is replacing the pick, is open yet. It was supposed uh, to open. I was told in August. In August, yes. <laughs> yeah. but unless it just opened to zero fanfare and no information about it online, which seems very unlikely. But where are you going? Chelsea Pub and Inn, Irish Pub, Tony's Baltimore Grill. Always? Always. So I think in terms of my experience there, I like Tony's Baltimore Grill the best out of the three of these. I agree. But it's kind of not close to anything except the Tropicana and the Chelsea Pub and Inn, I suppose. (laughs) Right. They're both right next to each other. (laughs) (laughs) Like Irish Pub is like much more centrally located. You know, I love having a Guinness at Irish Pub, but all the food I've gotten there has been bad, I would say. I think it's perfectly acceptable food. Oh, it's tough. Maybe just because of location, Irish Pub might be my always because it would be a bit more of a thing to go to Tony's Baltimore Grill every trip. But only because of that. Else, it would be a a slam dunk always for Tony's. I feel like I could say always for any of these. I would be perfectly happy going to any of these every single trip. Mm -hmm. I mean, the joy of a dive bar is that you pop in, you get a Miller Lite draft or a Coors Light, and then you're done and you leave. Which is exactly why, you know, Pick was just the Grand Slam, as we all know, had the greatest Miller Lights in the country. Yeah, I mean, I guess one argument in favor of your Irish pub being a notch up is that it's a Guinness instead right. of a, a Miller Light. Yeah, you can't have a Miller Light at Irish pub. It just seems wrong. It's it does seem wrong. like you've done something terrible. I don't know. I mean, I obviously have said many times how much I like the Irish pub on this podcast, mm-hmm. I agree that the location's the easiest, but I think the one that I have the most affinity for right now is the Tony's Baltimore Grill. Absolutely, me too. Like I said, it, it would be a slam dunk for Tony's speed, my always, if you take location sort of out of the equation. Yeah, I'm going to mostly take location out of the equation since I do have a car now and say I can drive to the Tony's Baltimore Grill. <laughs> so you're going to park in the Tropicana garage, like the worst garage in the world to go to the Tony's? Yeah, I guess. Like, have, having a car isn't the, the panacea, I think, that you think it is. Yeah, not in Atlantic City, for sure, because no. you got to pay for parking everywhere. Right. 
yeah, I'm still going Tony's Baltimore Grill. When I think right. of like where I just want to sit, oh yeah, and, no, and it get is a drink, hundred percent. Get a personal pizza at the bar and a big order of fries. I mean, Tony's just sounds amazing. One thing I'll say: we've only been to Chelsea Pub and in once, mm-hmm. not even for that long. And I still like every single trip. I'm like, ooh, it'd be nice to go back to Chelsea Pub and Inn. I it's a great dive bar. I sent you a picture as I was pulling out of the Tropicana of it last trip. Yeah, I don't want to take anything away from Chelsea Pub and Inn. Like, there's no wrong answer here. That being said, I am throwing Chelsea Pub and Inn into the ocean. I I think it has to be that way. I I agree. I I think if you take location totally out of it for me, I'd probably throw Irish Pub into the ocean. But Atlantic City maybe loses. Well, I don't even know if that's true, because I think they lose something with Chelsea Pub and Inn leaving, too. Chelsea Pub and Inn... Chelsea Pub and Inn, I think, has to go in the ocean, but it, it's a great it's a great place to be. I feel really bad about it. I, I do, I feel too. really bad about it. So are you going Irish Pub always, Tony's <sighs> once, and Chelsea Pub and Inn never? It's such a shame to only go back to Tony's one more time. After, you know, I went when I was sober, which I had previously said I never wanted to do because I was afraid I was going to ruin it for myself, and it did not ruin it for me at all. I thought it was great. So Yeah, I mean, I think, interestingly, like as much as I like Irish Pub and like the vibe of Irish Pub in a way that you just distinctly do not, mm-hmm. I think I would be more fine going to Irish Pub once, taking my pictures of its insanity, and then just having those memories. For me, it's because I'm up on that part of the boardwalk so so much. It cost me nothing. I mean, it cost me a $5 bill to go in, get a Guinness, be there for literally five minutes, and then get out of there. And I'll have a nice time for those five minutes. Yeah. I mean, I'm not thinking so much in terms of the inconvenience. Of the I'm sort of figuring yeah, yeah, yeah. out. I'll figure it out. And uh, to me, Tony's Baltimore Grill feels like worth the inconvenience. I do really like it. It was very good. So I'm going always Tony's Baltimore Grill, once Irish Pub, Chelsea Pub, and, and in Into the Ocean. Yeah, and I'm going always Irish Pub but once, Tony's Baltimore Grill, and Into the Ocean, Chelsea Pub and in. Let it be known that you we love... We should stay at Chelsea. You love the Irish Pub way, way more than I do. Yeah. I mean, really, the answer is pick always, but oh well. Rest in peace. I know, rest in peace. So we've mentioned these three dive bars. Obviously, we've gone to Piccadilly, but there's several dive bars we have not made it to yet. So I'm going to list some with a brief description. I want you to tell me what you think about them and give me, on a scale of 1 to 10, your desire level of how bad you want to go to these places. Okay. And I did some yelping. It was not super helpful. Mm -hmm. I did some Reddit searching. It was not super helpful. It was just like Piccadilly and Irish Pub. And then a 2017... Atlantic City Weekly article. Surely nothing has happened in the interim that would make any of these bars close, such as just time, because, you know, restaurants and bars don't really last that long. The turnover is quite high. Or a global pandemic that closed tons and tons of in-person dining and drinking establishments. And so that's where I found most of these places, actually. So thanks, 2017 Atlantic City Weekly. Before we get into that, I ha- I do have a question for you. Yes. And, you know, if you could snap your fingers and like just appear, so really taking location out of the equation, like is there a place that you'd rather go to every trip instead of Tony's Baltimore Grill, like Tennessee Ave Beer Hall or or something like that, Beer Garden? I'd say Beer Garden, but the weather thing mm-hmm. is the snapping of the fingers also making the weather amazing. Um, we can say it makes it so there's not like fifty mile an hour winds or whatever. Like we were there that one time. <laughs> 
But I wouldn't say amazing. I mean, it, it's still going to be like too hot in the summer and too cold in the winter. Does it have to be a dive or can it be anything? Anything. Horse dive bar. Really? Yes. It was very, very good. I thought it was excellent. I loved it. You know, there. when I walked in there, I think it said that the beer was like $15 or something like that. Horse so, dive, I absolutely yeah. believe it. But I don't mind paying for cocktails and they had good yeah. cocktails, which uh, is very hard to find in Atlantic City. Nope. Not your thing. Very, very interesting. All right. So anyway, dive bars. So dive bars, number one, Proud Marys. Mm-hmm. Something that I feel like we have not talked about much on this show. Yeah. I've talked about it privately with you. Yeah. Uh, for it's, sure. It's on Fairmount and Sovereign yes. Avenues. It's kind of out toward the bay from Good Dog Bar. It's out there. Yeah. It would be walkable from Good Dog Bar. Uh, Yeah, probably. I don't know that it's the best walk from Good Dog Bar. In my experience, like once you get to like Arctic and Fairmont, it's kind of okay. Kind of. Kind of. Okay. In 2017, Atlantic City Weekly said, think pool tables, rock and roll, shots of Jack, and some seriously wild nights. The walls are covered in photographic proof of such good times, including several pics that look like something out of a Girls Gone Wild video. <laughs> it's supposedly open 24 hours a day, although I'm very uh-huh. skeptical of any of the information I found online about any of these places. Yeah. Because I feel like one sign of a true dive is no social media, no full menu online, mm-hmm. very little online presence, and this place comes through in spades. Like, it has nothing. No website. Yeah. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Have you looked at the pictures of Proud Mary's? I know we've talked about this a couple months ago i think we were looking for a sports bar to watch the ravens that's when we went to vagabond i believe yes and i showed you all the pictures of proud mary's and i said how awesome it looked i think it is an eagles bar unfortunately but uh, yeah it looks pretty cool i would i would uh be interested in going there do i feel like a burning desire not really i'd probably rather go back to say ducktown tavern or something instead but uh i'd say it's a solid six a solid six solid six it, it's very out of the way. Mm-hmm. If it was like where Ducktown Tavern is, mm-hmm. I think I'd be much more likely to go. I think it's very unlikely that I make the effort to get out there. So what's your what's your number? Hey, like a five. Mm. What if it's location agnostic? Like an eight. S- snap, really? Hmm. I'm not. I'm not going to go sit and hang out there for an hour. Like I think I could go sit and hang out at like Chelsea Pub and Inn uh-huh. for two hours and just right. drink crappy beer and hang out. I definitely don't think I could do that at Proud Mary's just from what I'm seeing online. I think that's like a go in, get your beer, get back to the boardwalk kind of place. But I do want to experience it. Mm -hmm. If it was really conveniently located, my desire level would be an eight. Mm -hmm. And then once I did it once, my desire level would be a one. Uh, You don't know that. I I would have said the same thing about Piccolilli, but that turned out just to be incredible. I probably would have said the same thing about Chelsea Pub and Inn. So I should not be judging a book by its Google Maps. Right images well we should try to do it we should we can you know head up there one day at like 2 p.m or something when it's like you know fairly tame and just check it out eventually we should check all these off the list yep maybe not this one yeah so the next one is (laughs) bull shots aka the bs bar right next to and adjoining even bear exposure it's really close to boardwalk hall uh, the hours are 6 p.m. to 4 a.m. Monday through Thursday and 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. Friday and Sunday, 4 p.m. to 6 a.m. on Saturday. So what are your thoughts, Craig? In searching for dive bars, I love just the absolutely insane hours that some of these places have. Uh-huh. 6 p.m. to 4 a.m. That's amazing. Truly telling you everything you need to know about this bar. <laughs> right. 
I think, from what I gather from online pictures, it used to look like just a classic dive bar. Mm-hmm. And then they've, like, sort of darkened it up and, like, put some lighting in. It looks sort of loungy, but is still a dive bar. Mm-hmm. The only reason it exists is because you can't sell beer in a strip club. So I think the rule is if there's full nudity. I'm not entirely sure. Don't quote me on that. Luckily, this is not recorded. <laughs> <laughs> so this is like adjoining that and you can go have a couple beers or you can actually buy a six pack from there and then bring it into the strip club. I think I think they're BYOB. Mm-hmm. You probably have to pay some sort of like storage fee or whatever. Right. Corkage fee for your beer. Yeah. So that part of it is very unintriguing to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like that dynamic don't really need to take part in. It's very conveniently located. But even the idea of just like popping in there for a beer as someone who's not going to go to the bear exposure, don't really have much interest. I would put my desire level at like a one. Uh, I wouldn't say one, but yeah, it's it's definitely like three at most for me. I'm also don't really feel a burning desire to go to the bull shots. But if you've had a good experience there, let us know. Maybe you can talk us into it. Yeah, I'm just thinking like say we're for some reason, like, say we're at boxing at Boardwalk Hall, this uh-huh. myth- mythical thing that's never going to happen. <laughs> sure. And we get out of boxing, it's midnight, mm-hmm. and we're like, hey, Bullshots is right there. I honestly still don't think I would want to go. <laughs> no, no, we wouldn't go. Absolutely not. So uh, you know, I, I have to say for me personally, like when I see the pictures of this bar, like nothing could be less my thing than what this looks like to me. It is does look like pretty loungy to me and like neon and like it's not for me. Yeah. So moving on, Los Compadres on Arctic and California avenues directly out from the beer garden if you're venturing mm-hmm. from the boardwalk. So Tropicana adjacent walk just straight out really far to Arctic or to California. And kind of to me in the pictures looks like the Mexican v- food version of Tony's Baltimore Grill. Google says the hours are 11 a.m. to 3 a.m. daily. A menu photo from 2020 says 11 a.m. to 7 a.m., but I'm very skeptical of that. Those hours would be absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. Again, no official website, no social media. Atlantic City Weekly says DJs spin nightly here and the party goes until the wee hours of the morning, which I'm guessing for you and I is going to knock the desire level down quite mm-hmm. a bit. <laughs> but I like the idea of a Mexican dive bar. Yeah, I have to say the place I went to dinner a little bit ago, it wasn't a dive bar, it was a bit classier, but El Charo also was kind of a bar that turned into a nightclub at night. And that had very good fajitas, let me tell you. I enjoyed my fajitas a lot there. In terms of Los Compadres, it looks cool. It definitely looks like the kind of place I'd I'd be happy to check out. I mean, I know this isn't a bar, obviously, but we, we checked out Poncho's a couple times ago when we were there. And so I'd love to check out another place. I think for me, this is something like a, a seven. Yeah, I'm going to say a six more for the food than for the dive bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I agree with that. Just just like when I went to uh, El Charo. Did you sit at the bar at El Charo? I did sit at the bar. Yeah, I mean, the idea of going to a place like this and sitting at the bar and eating some Mexican food and drinking some ideally Mexican beer, like that sounds awesome. I had a Pacifico and some great fajitas at El Toro, and it was an absolutely fantastic experience. Yeah, I'm going higher. I gotta, I'll agree and go seven. Now that you've talked <laughs> yeah. me into it, six was too low. Yeah. I don't want to be there for the DJ stuff, but uh, no, no, yeah, no, no, go no. and have yeah, yeah. My desire during the like Mexican nightclub portion is like a two, but... And it opens at 11 a.m. on yeah, like, yeah. these other places. Like You can go at one, sort of how we used to go to Piccadilly, mm-hmm. when it's not super crowded, 
like we would get some wings. This is, maybe it's Mexican pickle lily, not Mexican Tony's Baltimore Grill. Yeah. It sounds great. Check it out. It's on the list. Last, well, last one that I think is truly a dive, and I'm sure I'm missing lots, uh-huh. but B&B Saloon, which is one block, I don't know, if it was on the boardwalk, we'd say it's south, but it's really east, of Los Compatres on Arctic Avenue. Mm-hmm. It has dive bar history in this location. It used to be the Branded Bear Saloon, and before that, it was some Redditor's favorite dive bar, Kelly's Corner Pub. Kelly's Corner Pub, yeah. Hours are 7 p.m. to 4 a.m. daily. 7 p.m. They don't even open until. Uh, they do have a website and social media, but very little information about anything. And there's an events page, and if you click on it, blank calendar. You're you're doing the bare minimum here, which, okay, like you have right. a website, but it's not giving me much information. No menus or anything like that. Uh-huh. For me, I mean, when I look at the pictures of this place, this place is the most up my alley, seeming, of everything we've talked about. I think it's something like an eight. It's a big, like, oval sort of bar, like a 360-degree uh-huh. right. bar, exactly. right? I have to go. I have to see it. Yeah, like, I know. I'm, I'm just so and, and this, this, intrigued. And this, you know, maybe unlike Los Compadres or whatever, this is only for the drinking experience. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm all in on wanting to check this out and have a beer. The funny thing about all these places is my hope was to bring to you what the cheapest beer was from each place. Uh But there's so little information about them online that I couldn't even provide that information. I mean, nothing could beat the Piccolelli. I don't know how much we paid for our Miller Lights there, but it was not very much. $2.95 maybe. This is another place, like, I feel like just from a pure, like, dive bar, Atlantic City standpoint, as fans of both Atlantic City and dive bars, we need to combine those interests and and go to this place. It has to happen. Mm -hmm. And normally I'd say it's a block from Los Compadres, this is an easy like one two punch it to could, knock out. We could get some get some dinner, have a Pacifico, go we to could. B&B. That's that's a great idea. Yeah, go eat at like five thirty at yeah. Los Compadres, and then hop over to B and B Saloon right when it opens. What yep. are the odds that it actually opens at seven? I feel like these places like Reasonable. it could open at know. seven. It could open at seven thirty. It's just a matter of you know when the dude comes to unlock the door. Mm-hmm. But I'm intrigued. I'm totally intrigued. I think we need to do it. So what's your desire level on the B and B Saloon? <laughs> At least eight. Eight? Wow. I'm going to go a little lower. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go seven. But I do want to see it. Like, if I never see it, I'm not going to be like, ah, oh, my life was incomplete. But I, I want to see it. So is there something you want to do in Atlantic City? Not a dive bar, necessarily, that you haven't done yet that is a higher desire than a seven? Ooh, good question. A higher? Well, I mean, the water park. Like, things that are <laughs> huge things. Like, I feel like But is I that because you want to do it or park? because you, you know feel like you're you're obligated to check it out uh, i feel like i'm obligated to check it out for the podcast uh-huh <laughs> so that's not yeah so like <laughs> for you though like is there anything ooh. you want to do i mean i did the hook like the hook was a 10 and the, then i the, did the, it the hook was very high on your list i know that was definitely a nine or a ten and now it's done surely there's some sort of like bar or restaurant but i can't think of it rainforest cafe i do want to <laughs> sit on an animal butt bar stool <laughs> at the rainforest cafe and have some sort of ridiculous drink that is up there for me just from a sheer ridiculousness standpoint but i think if i was like in atlantic city right now and you were like do you want to go to b&b saloon or do you want to go to rainforest cafe i would obviously pick b&b saloon right right Mm, that's a good question yeah i I mean for me i don't i don't know of anything i said eight for b&b saloon i can't think of of anything i want to do that i haven't done yet that's that's higher than an eight 
I'm sure as soon as we finish this episode, I'm going to be like, oh, yeah. obviously. I mean, we knocked out a couple of, you know, Knife and Fork and Good Dog Bar were, were up there. I don't think either of those were eights for me, though. This is, I think, really maybe the first time I've laid eyes upon this B&B saloon. And, uh, You're in love. Love it for a second. I'm in love, yeah. Something could maybe replace the pick in my heart. <laughs> so a bonus, not a dive bar, I don't think, but we haven't been. A place called Wonder Bar. And if you've ever taken Black Horse Pike into town or out of town, you've seen it as you go over one of the several bridges on the way into or out of town. It's actually the closest bridge into like Atlantic City proper and the boardwalk and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's only a one third of a mile walk from Knife and Fork. It's on Albany and Sunset Avenues. Uh-huh. It's probably not that far of a walk from Vagabond either. Like Vagabond's all the way at the uh, at the end oh, yeah, of that is Bader Field. I'm, I'm looking at it now on Google Maps. It is surprisingly a far away. Once you get past all of like the Bader Field complex and then go over bridge, then you're at the Wonder Bar. There's also Spanky and the Sun, Subs and Deli apparently right on there. <laughs> it must be good. <laughs> it has an outdoor deck. It has a the pictures make me I, think Back Bay Ale House, I have to say. I feel like did I did I mention this last trip as a possibility? I feel like I, I know I've brought it up as something I want to do. I really also want to try this. Mm-hmm. I have to say, though, Back Bay Ale House, if you're sitting inside, it's a dive. I've only, I've only sat outside. It's pretty gritty in there. <laughs> I don't, that's another place that I think they think it is not a dive and not even close to a dive. Uh-huh. But if you actually sit in there, it feels like a dive. Uh, yeah, I'm interested in Wonder Bar. That's a solid six for me. Six is a good score, I think. Yeah. All things being equal. It's like when you're in the four range, that's when, like, uh, I'm not sure if that's ever going to happen or not. Six, six, it'll happen. I would rather check off all the other ones except for bull shots before this one. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, it looks fine. <laughs> South South Beach Beer Garden, very good reviews. Never heard of it. Should check it out. It's right near uh, Hilton. So is that it for our list of dive bars? Yeah, I think so. So before we get a bunch of emails and mean tweets or X's, I have to say the following are not dives. Number one, the horse dive bar at Caesars. Funny name, not a dive. A damn good sports bar in Tropicana. This got brought up on Reddit. That's a fake dive. But they do sell 40s, which is like pushing it a little bit into dive territory. Oh boy, I haven't had a 40 in a long time. Let's go. Let's go to a damn good sports bar. <laughs> I would actually I mean, argue... I could, I could go to the corner liquor store instead. And... That's true, yeah. And and I, I looked at the website and the High 40s... Gravity. They have like a rot- apparently a rotating list of 40s, and you have to ask the server. But the pictures they have are like Miller High Life and Coors Light. And That's not 40s. Budweiser, but Come on, get out of they're here. They're in 40-ounce bottles, uh, but like, terrible, it though. needs to be malt liquor. It needs to be Old English, yeah. yeah. King Cobra. Mm, King Cobra. Same I had so dive. much King Cobra. Just scratch that one off the list. I don't want to hear about it. I actually think I would listen to an argument about Firewaters in the marketplace of Tropicana which also, by the way, has I've never been. whimsical I've bar walk, stools. I've walked by it many, many times, but have never actually stopped there. I went once. I think I was gambling was going really bad, and you were still gambling. It was like one of my first trips, and mm-hmm. I went down there and had one of their beers. They had a huge, they have a huge beer list. Yep. I'll hear that argument, but I don't think you can really say anything in a casino is a dive. I mean, Hooters is kind of a dive bar. <laughs> yeah, it's a chain, though. Yeah, fair. I will also, though showboat surf bar which i don't know is open if is open anymore i facebook messaged the showboat hotel to find out because i had to know that is really bare bones and Mm -hmm. i think even though it's in a former casino 
I think that's just a dive bar. And even Ace, Atlantic City Eatery, the bar there, it's pretty divey. The food is, like, very divey. It's pretty divey. But maybe that's just saying that Showboat is just a dive. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you're going to say that both establishments, certainly establishments at, at a place are a dive. There are parts in Showboat that are very divey. Especially before they had reopened a lot of the floor or whatever. I think if you're off of the arcade, walking down that long hallway toward the lobby, mm-hmm. like it yeah, feels, I know exactly what you're talking about. Very it divey. feels pretty divey. Yeah, yeah. And I like Showboat. Like, yeah. So, just in its current iteration, that part of it is a little underdone. Yeah. Ducktown Tavern, in my opinion, just a regular sports bar. Yeah, not a dive bar. Not I quite agree. divey enough. I think it's maybe a little divier than it's Vagabond. Like a, it's a little divey, but it's not really divey. Yeah, Vagabond is just a sports bar. Too big a menu at Ducktown Tavern. I think they cater. I don't know if Piccolilly catered. Maybe they did. They had like 18 locations, so they probably catered from one of them. Like you'd probably get wings at like your kid's bar mitzvah or something. But mm-hmm. Ducktown just feels a little too nice to me. I think, though, there are a whole lot of, like, tiny, hole-in-the-wall places that if you just drove around AC, you'd see them and, like, never want to go in. Like, places that just no tourist would ever go Mm -hmm. and that have zero web presence, including Yelp and Google. I think there are probably a ton of those places, and I'd be really interested to hear about them and to hear if anyone's gone to any of them. But I don't even know how to find them without literally just being on the street and happening into them. Yeah. Definitely. If if you know of any, let us know. If you have stories, I want to hear them. We want to get all the good tips about dive bars in Atlantic City. We do. Especially if you ended up one that you walked in and you were like, ooh, I shouldn't be here. That's <laughs> what I want to hear about. <laughs> so that's the dive bar segment. Uh-huh. I could talk about dive bars the entire episode. And we kind of did. So there's news. Should we talk about news real quick? Yeah. There's very little news. I think the big news that's that's happened is is still ongoing at this time, uh, and that's that I guess all of the MGM system has been hacked. This started a couple days ago, and and as of recording on the twelfth, Tuesday, uh, everything is still offline. It it seems like to us the website's down. Uh, they just have some basic links to Ticketmaster to do stuff. Oh, so what do you know about this? So sometime Monday morning Vegas time, it seems like. Everything went offline. Websites, slot machines couldn't print out tickets. They couldn't take any credit card payments for anything. Like, people claim that they were, like, keyless entry into the rooms were not working. (laughs) And so, like, really everything was offline at all MGM properties, uh, including Borgata. Sometime, either, like, late last night or today, they said, okay, like, most things are now operational, like, within the individual casinos. I don't know what all that includes, but websites are still down. You can't, you know, go and book a room at Borgata right now, as far as I can tell. So clearly something very bad happened. They're calling it a security breach, which clearly (laughs) just means a hack. There's rumors that, you know, there's a ransom being asked for to get everything back online. That's certainly what it sounds like to me, just given the information you've told me. Yeah, so... How long this extends out, I don't know. It's crazy that it's still going on. I mean, I feel like usually these things happen and then it's like not very long. Like this is incredibly extended (laughs) to be into like two full days. You say that, but one of the local school systems here, I think their systems were offline and it was still impacting things six months later or whatever. So it just depends on how good their IT is and and what steps were taken to mitigate this before it happened. That's a public school system. 
This is right. MGM Resorts that runs casinos. You would think that they would be a bit better than, yeah. than the public school system, but maybe not. All I can think of is that Perhaps this they've is been cutting some corners. some sort of digital version of Ocean's Eleven. Oh, you think there's actually someone in the vault now? They're getting Terry Benedict. I mean, they don't need to be in the vault. Uh, they, they've shut down the whole system. Virtually in the vault? Yeah, they're virtually in the vault. They'll get the money anyway, but MGM's going to will- willingly hand over the money to get their systems uh-huh. back online. You'd be surprised. I think it's not that MGM may or may not want to do that now. They probably do. I think there's like a certain culture of like that is like very much frowned upon in <laughs> the corporate world because it enables them to do it more. Just so. keep doing that. Yeah. That's the MGM news. I feel like there's a whole lot of very random information out there about it. So I don't want to like, you know, spout off things that are probably wrong, which I probably already did. So the other piece of news is that the Sandpiper Coastal Bar and Grill at Hard Rock closed for the season as of September 5th, a week ago today. And I never like to see this kind of stuff. I'm always sort of like, eh, keep your stuff open. Yeah, at least, you know, act like you care and keep it open like two days a week or whatever in the off season. Right. And so they're saying it's just for the season, like it'll come back next summer. Yeah, we'll see. And from a business standpoint, like I totally understand. Like it makes sense. But for, for me, from a casino goer perspective like the all night aspect is one of the things i like the most about it right and i am increasingly frustrated by including in vegas i found it very frustrating how much stuff closed at 10 or 11 p.m and i sort of feel like you know you're running a casino and part of the like bargain of making all this profit in casino money is you may have to take a loss on <laughs> right. keep it giving me an option to get some food. And then like how, how much of our, I think fairly mutual dislike or, or whatever of Harris is that like how many times were we there? And there's like two restaurants yeah. open here. Like you're not near anything else. So you have to drive if you want to leave. Yeah. Off season. It's rough. Half, half the restaurants are closed. Yeah. It sucks. Awful. Uh, and, and for me, like, I just love Atlantic City off season. So, like, it especially sucks when it feels like you're getting a lesser version of the product when you're going to these casinos. And Hard Rock, you know, they've got a lot of other, other stuff. It's not like, oh, you're going to starve because Sandpiper's closed. But I just hate the feeling of it feels like you're getting a partially closed casino. Like, they're just giving you the bare minimum to get you into the door. Mm-hmm. I agree. They'll keep a slot machine on for you, but that's, that's all they're going to provide. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, if they have at least seven wonder woman machines that's all you need that's all i need like tropicana strawberry daiquiri whipped cream every once in a while yeah or uh whatever it was vanilla cappuccino (laughs) yeah (laughs) like if tropicana only kept on at least seven wonder woman machines i would probably still go even if there was like the only food option was vanilla cappuccino (laughs) yeah vanilla cappuccino i mean there's a lot of (laughs) calories in that like you can sustain your day on that I mean, if it's not working out for you, you can always just go to uh, Tony's Baltimore Grill. It's perfect. It's perfect. It is. Go to Goldcrest in the morning, Tony's Baltimore Grill at like 5 p.m. and you're good for the day. Remind me next time we talk about casinos that Tropicana is my number one favorite casino. Okay, I will. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's the news. All right. Is that it? Yep. All right. So thank you guys very much for listening. If you want to reach out to us or any of our other listeners, uh, you can probably do so at our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash do for a win. Find all of our great content at do for Reach out to Craig on Twitter at do for a win or me at Kyle Laskin and send Craig questions to do for a win at gmail.com. How's our inbox, Craig? We have questions and we're saving them for another episode. If you have questions, 
send them to us because I'm sure it's going to be very slow for the next couple of months in terms of news uh-huh. unless more and more people start closing the restaurants for the season. So I have a question. Let's hear it. <laughs> when are we going to Atlantic City? Day trip, October 9th, Monday, October 9th. I think I'm in the opposite situation of you where I have to work <laughs> and my kids are off school. So I, I think that's like a especially bad day for me. But I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, I could take off, but then if I take off, I'm doing so to watch my kids, unfortunately. I really wanted to go for my birthday, and it's pretty clear that we've burned all our in-law use. Pretty clear that you didn't want me there anyway. Yeah, that's true. You hurt my feelings. I mean, it's not like I could not be with my family for my 40th birthday, obviously. But yeah, I think that's going to be a hard sell because we've used a lot of in-law help recently. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think it's, I'll probably just go to, you know, Burger King for my 40th birthday. Get a Whopper. Get a Whopper. Get some Domino's pizza. Yeah. Probably what I really want. What day is it? Friday the 20th. Oh, 40 years old. And now you have all the information you need to steal my identity. Yep. There we go. All right. You're welcome, listeners. Uh, I hope you do what you will with Craig's credit. Yeah. If anybody needs to know, like, the street I grew up on, (laughs) the name of my first pet. Yeah. First car, make a yeah, model. Yeah, make, make, make a model of first car. <laughs> Just uh, DM me. I'll give you all, all that information. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys very much, and we'll, we'll talk to you in a couple weeks. I like how the explore more options for the Los Compadres is Burger King and Red Lobster. It's fantastic. Yeah. They're both sponsored, believe it or not. I like Burger King a lot, I have to say. I had Burger King last night for dinner. I had a Whopper with cheese. It was incredible.